This holiday season, give the gift of decadent, high-flavanol dark chocolate to your loved ones. Extensive research demonstrates the remarkable benefits of daily cocoa flavanols on brain and heart function, including a recent Harvard study showing a 27% reduction in cardiovascular deaths. The FDA recently issued a qualified health claim saying that high-flavanol cocoa may help prevent cardiovascular disease. It may even be a helpful tool in managing cognitive decline and improving mood. Flavonatural's Dark chocolate bars and cocoa powder deliver five to nine times the flavanols of typical dark chocolate with great flavor and minimal sugar. So this holiday season, do what I'll be doing and gift your loved ones with decadent dark chocolate that has the flavanol levels needed to fuel brain and cardio performance. Just go to flavanaturals.com and use coupon code HOFFMAN20 for 20% off site-wide. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $30. That's flavanaturals.com, coupon code HOFFMAN20 for 20% off now through December 10th. Get it in time for Christmas at flavanaturals.com. Welcome to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Just to set the stage for today's podcast, uh, this weekend, uh, I watched an awful lot of football, college ball, and uh, you know now with playoffs coming up and uh, some interesting matchups this weekend, I watched a lot of pro ball, and I saw a lot of injuries, a lot of uh, heavy-duty impacts. Uh, some of the players uh, were literally knocked out, uh, had to be carted off the field, or, you know, some of the players uh, limped very tentatively off the field. A few of them were put into concussion protocols. Well, it's not just professional mm-hmm. athletes who are involved in that. It's also uh, sometimes your kids on the playground or your kids mm-hmm. in uh, organized sports. Uh, today, we're going to talk about uh, recovery from traumatic head injury. It's also a military thing because, uh, unfortunately, some of our troops are subject to bombardment, and while they may not uh, be at risk of losing a limb, uh, the impact of uh, some of these uh, shells, rockets, and so on, IEDs, has caused a lot in the way of head injuries. Traumatic brain injury is uh, actually such an important term that it's abbreviated TBI. Uh, we're going to talk to uh, an expert on the subject, actually an expert on so many subjects that he's kind of a point-and-shoot expert. He's a frequent guest here on Intelligent Medicine. <laughs> uh, that's uh, Dr. Robert Roundtree, my good colleague. Uh, Bob, I'm going to read an introduction. Uh, don't blush. Uh, he received his medical degree from the University of North Carolina School of Medicine in Chapel Hill. Uh, and in addition to being board certified in family practice, uh, he's augmented his practice by looking at a wide variety of non-traditional modalities, uh, nutrition, herbology, mind-body therapy, neurolinguistic programming, and he's incorporated that uh, in his practice uh, as well as his uh, healthcare consulting. Uh, he is co-author of three books on integrative medicine. I think we've interviewed you in all of these books, uh, Immunotics, uh, About Immunity, uh, Smart Medicine for a Healthy Child, about uh, optimizing kids' health, A Parent's Guide to Medical Emergencies. Uh, and he's now Chief Medical Advisor for Thorne Health Tech, 
a world leader in the development and manufacturing of pure, high-quality nutritional and bot- botanical supplements. And uh, it's, it's a great company, and congratulations on your position. It's well-earned. Uh, also, I just mentioned that Bob is a lecturer on frequently on, on the circuit. Uh, he comes to New York frequently to lecture at the uh, Integrative Health Symposium. Are you going to be there at IHS uh, this year? I will. I'm going to be talking about inflammatory arthritis. Okay. Well, you're just a perennial point-and-shoot expert, you know, just like give you a topic and you'll run it down. And you're a great communicator. And so we're going to bring this uh, topic Thanks. to light for our, for our listeners today. Uh, so uh, I, let, me, let me frame this uh, with a story that I shared with my listening audience uh, this weekend on intelligent medicine. Soccer heading linked to measurable decline in brain function. The study included 148 young adult amateur soccer players. Okay, these weren't pros. Uh, mm-hmm. And they looked at whether they had uh, low, uh, medium, or high uh, heading in the course of the prior 12 months. And they analyzed them for verbal performance. And they also did some very, very special imaging studies, uh, not just regular MRIs, but like a type of MRI that uh, looks at the very, very tiny changes in the brain where the white matter meets the gray matter. It's pretty technical, so I won't go into it. And what they found were microstructure changes as well as reduced verbal learning performance in the ones ordinary amateur soccer players who had who did a lot of heading mm-hmm. so this this is a big problem yep. you know it, it's got to worry parents and grandparents because uh, the kids are out there uh, playing soccer it's a good thing but hey there are risks even associated with uh, amateur sports you know there's a, there's a term that i'm seeing in some of these articles coming out and it's sub concussive injuries which i thought that's a very interesting yeah. way to describe it because I think what they're echoing what you just said. You know, if you're watching some guy get knocked out on the field and carted off on a gurney, that's the obvious kind of injury. But what about the guy that just gets shaken up? Or, you know, this is not confined to women, the, the player that gets shaken up a bit and doesn't necessarily display anything wrong. Well, studies are now showing that even in those players with these, quote, sub- concussive injuries that there's damage going on and there's a really interesting new biomarker that's a word we love to use in medicine right you know it's something biologic that that can indicate that there's a problem so you don't have to take these young athletes and run them into an expensive scanner you can do a blood test and the and the odd thing about the name of this blood test and and you know it it's nfl I, wow. I don't know who came up with that, but it's <laughs> it stands for neurofilament light, yeah. the NFL test, and uh, it's available through LabCorp. I don't know if any other lab does it yet, but you, anybody can order it. Um, some states, you can actually order your own tests. Uh, so they've, they've been doing these NFL tests, which are marker for brain injury, and they're finding that these levels go up during the typical season for a soccer player for a hockey player for a football player um and it doesn't necessarily require contact sports to do it so anytime when your head gets shaken up that can cause an injury that can actually have a lasting effect 
And, and apparently it doesn't require just a bump. Uh, you know, even in non-contact, you know, when there's acceleration, deceleration, uh, you know, they use uh, the model of uh, an egg suspended in a, I don't know, in a, in a capsule. And when there's a rapid deceleration, you know, as in, you know, uh, hitting the wall or hitting the brakes or something like that, uh, the brain is moving when the skull is stationary and there actually can be uh, sort of like an internal crack up in the brain that can shake up, uh, you know, brain function and damage it structurally. Yeah, they actually call that the coup contra coup, right? So that the brain is, is sloshing back and forth inside the skull. And it's not necessarily the the uh, the backward movement but the forward movement as well coupled with that that's the problem where i've seen this a lot is in people who are in a rearing collision in their automobile and sometimes that can happen at speeds as low as 25 miles an hour person just thinks they got tapped in the back and then the next day after the accident they go i don't feel so well i'm a little confused i have some headaches maybe some weird tingling my vision's a little blurry and you might do a brain scan and you don't find anything wrong but lo and behold weeks later that person is still complaining of the same kind of symptoms it's from their brain getting sloshed back and forth and i believe that there is a a genetic risk factor for that, at least one that we know of, and that is the ApoE4 gene. And it's actually been suggested that parents uh, whose kids are contemplating a contact sport like uh, football or soccer, maybe just maybe they should undertake that. It's a simple, it could be a cheek swab or it could be a blood test uh, to determine if uh, the child has the ApoE4 uh, gene combination which predisposes them towards more rapid susceptibility to these brain injuries uh, leading to cognitive decline. Is, is that been in your experience? Yeah, actually, I was lecturing on that about 20 years ago. Okay. And I remember, With I remember saying, yeah, yeah I, I remember telling parents, if your kid's going to play contact football, you should get an APOE 4-4 test. Mm -hmm. Well, it was much harder to get back then. Uh, but now... It's fairly readily available. A lot of labs offer it. And you're right. You can do a cheek swab. You can do a blood test. Uh, you can get it through Quest Diagnostics. You can get it through LabCorp. You can get it through a Mayo Laboratory. You know, lots of local laboratories are offering it. So it's no longer an esoteric test. Uh, initially, we looked at it primarily as a risk factor for Alzheimer's disease. Yeah. But what about chronic traumatic encephalopathy, mm -hmm. which is in many ways very similar to Alzheimer's disease? Indeed. And there was that uh, big uh, Hollywood movie about uh, CTE. And what it appears is that uh, some uh, individuals engage in contact sports with head injuries, concussions. They don't have it to any great extent. It's not a universal phenomenon. It's not clear why some get it and some don't. And maybe there's a genetic susceptibility, as you suggest. Okay, so... Uh, let's focus on uh, solutions. And I got to tell you that uh, when I was introduced to your product, which is called Cinequel, 
And initially, I pronounced it Sinequel. 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 But, huh. but then, it, then it made you me could, think You of, could if you wanted. <laughs> yeah, but then it made me think of like some kind of sinus, uh, you know, remedy. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. Quell, so, the, quell the synapses. Right. So, the, in other words, the synapses, the, the sites of nerve transmission, and you want to quell whatever inflammation occurs. Initially, I thought, this product is, is kind of niche because, you know, uh, our audience, you know, the demographic is a little older, these individuals who I'm talking to on intelligent medicine. Uh, maybe they're worried about their kids contact sports, but you know, not so much for them. Uh, but then I realized that whatever may be helpful for quelling problems with synapses, inflammation and so forth could be of universal application. So uh, I've been taking it. It tastes really delicious. I think they really nailed the formulation uh, and I'm taking it for, preservation of brain function i'm not yes. banging i'm not a headbanger i'm not you know i do listen to rock and roll music but uh, i don't listen to so much uh, heavy <laughs> metal and you know bang my head against the wall uh don't go to a lot of raves so um what's the story with that product how did that come about well it was actually designed by a concussion expert at mayo clinic and he, he approached Thorne and asked Thorne to make the product for him. So oh. I, I have to say it wasn't a Thorne original. It, it actually came out of work that was done at the Mayo Clinic. And they basically arrived at it by looking at the literature and saying, okay, what are the nutrients that are known to be beneficial for TBI? Mm -hmm. And one of the things to understand about TBI is that it's the gift that keeps on giving, right? Yeah. There's the initial trauma, but then there is a set of repercussions that go on immunologically, biochemically, physiologically that we call neuroinflammation. And those repercussions will continue for quite some time. In many ways, it's very similar to post-viral brain fog, like we're seeing with COVID. You know, people that have a five-day viral infection, they feel lousy, yes. they maybe feel a little tired, mm -hmm. and then a month later, they go, you know what, uh, I never quite got over that. I'm I'm not thinking clearly, I can't get out of bed as easily as I used to, and for some people, they literally can't get out of bed. So, in some ways, this sub-concussive thing that we talked about, which you know, is on a continuum with all kinds of traumatic brain injuries is, is also parallel to what goes on with certain viral syndromes, well, with Epstein-Barr virus. That, that's interesting because, uh, you know, there are a lot of people suffering from so-called long COVID. Uh, before yes. long COVID, there was chronic fatigue syndrome, fibromyalgia, yep. you know, which has associated yep. symptoms. And the thought is that at least in part, uh, it's an encephalopathy. It's a brain disorder. It has to do with mitochondrial function in not so much just in the muscles, but also in the brain. Because when the brain isn't lighting up properly, uh, energetically, uh, you can experience all kinds of mood symptoms as well as physical fatigue, brain fog, difficulty remembering, and so on. So I guess one way we can talk about this you know, doctor to doctors, we could say this is these are mitochondropathies. Okay. <laughs> so what does that mean? Right? This this means that the mitochondria is really the core of the disorder, whether this is a viral injury or a physical trauma or perhaps a chemical injury, all of these things that injure the brain 
can produce the same kind of phenomenon. And the point I was making is that you have this initial injury from a virus or from a physical trauma or maybe from an environmental toxin, and then that just keeps on going. It keeps on going. Once it gets started, it becomes self-amplifying. And if you don't do something about it, it can last for weeks, months, or even years. So that's really the critical thing to understand is, you know, we're, it, this isn't like we're talking about a sprained ankle. You put some mice on it. Maybe you elevate it. You do some range of motion and you're ready to get back on the court. Uh, in a few weeks. With the brain, it's a little bit different because you have all these different structures in the brain that get affected, um, and then they're playing off each other, causing the neuroinflammation that I talked about. So the, the doc at Mayo that designed this product knew about all that and said, okay, we're not going to be able to give a person one magic ingredient. So right? There's not just one thing we can do that's going to help. We need to use uh, a systems biology approach. Mm -hmm. So one of the things I like about that is it's got a bunch of ingredients for which I'd have to, you know, I already take like, you know, 25, 30 pills a day, you know, <laughs> as you probably do, because, yeah. you know, you're up on this. Uh, so, it, it, you know, to take all these ingredients would add like, you know, eight or 10 or 12 different yep. pills. But what's nice about it is that it's in a powder and I can drink it and it actually, I mean, some of these powders, you kind of have to hold your nose and drink, but this one really tastes yep. good. I really, I kind of like it. Uh, so I make it a, a daily routine. Um, so let's take a look at some of the ingredients uh, that are in there. And I, I guess I would have to start with the DHA because one of the things, so we, we've talked about concussions in the past, and I, I think it's been acknowledged by experts we've had on this program, that it's pretty important to up your game with the omega-3s for concussion healing. In fact, some protocols require, you know, call for really high dose omega-3. So what's in there that addresses that? Well, the docasa hexaenoic acid, I just like saying that because I've practiced it in front of the mirror. But, <laughs> you know, it's one of those, <laughs> it's one of those omega-3 fatty acids. And for years, all the attention was placed on EPA, eicosapentaenoic acid. Right, this twenty-two carbon polyunsaturated fatty acid that's that's found in fish, and where do the fish get it? Right, they get it from eating algae, and then they convert the algae into these long-chain fatty acids. And what they do in the fish that live up in the Arctic climes is it it keeps those fish uh, from basically getting sludgy blood, right? It makes their blood it's thin. Like, it's like antifreeze uh, in, for in cold Arctic water. Fish. Yeah, right. It's antifreeze for Arctic fish. Right. Right? Well, it turns out that a huge percentage of the fats in our brain are made from DHA. Right? And it, it's not just a structural component. It's anti-inflammatory. Um, it's really critical in early uh, development of the eye, for example. So, you know, this is a, an essential part of our brain. And it's been shown that some of these ball players. Uh, if you measure their their omega three fatty acid levels, EPA and DHA, especially the DHA, they drop during the course of a season. Yeah, they they have a right? so there's diets. something going on here. Or at least until recently, they had abysmal diets. I think they now have eat virtually every 
MLB team, NFL team, they all have team dietitians. So they're trying to improve that. And, and the net result is I think we're seeing uh, healthier uh, football players. I mean, a lot of football players, you, know, you read like the obits and it's like, this guy died at 48, this one died at 52. That one, you know, it's like, oh my goodness, what's going on here? I think going forward, we'll see with more protective measures, better diets, we're going to see more longevity and, you know, more concern for health. I, you know, I've got to say, I've got to um, make a side comment here, and I'm sure you've, you've already made this on your show once or twice, but um, you see in the mainstream media these articles that say fish oil does nothing. It's a waste of, oh, of time and yeah. money and energy. Yeah. And I just scratch my head and I think these journalists evidently never read the medical literature. Exactly. Right? So when, when you make a pronouncement like that, that fish oil supplements are worthless, um how can you say that unless you're totally ignorant of libraries? Well, right? the paradox because is... If you look at a library... Yeah, the paradox <laughs> is that now the pharmaceutical companies are making fish oil, and their fish oil reduces cardiovascular disease by 30%. So don't go to the health food store, get theirs. Yeah. Right? So you can't have it both ways, yeah. guys. You know, how are you going to make those claims? So, no, uh, it clearly... There's a there's a whole host of benefits associated with the omega three fish oils, and I've seen those articles, and I've you know, I spent some time rebutting them, but you know, it's kind of like, um, uh, you know, whack them all, just like knocking them out. Like, exactly. how, how can you do it? Yep. There's been data out there forever showing that that pregnant women in particular benefit from super high doses of DHA, and why is that? Because the the infant's brain requires the DHA. You know, both as the fetus in the womb and also after the baby's born, we want DHA in the breast milk. So we've we've known for a long time that DHA is good for the brain. I would say it's a relatively new discovery that DHA is important for concussion or subconcussion or brain injury in general. And there's some DHA in there, but for someone who actually has uh, an acute head injury, uh, I probably would say, well, take the Cinequel product, but maybe take some additional, uh, especially DHA-rich omega-3 uh, along with it, especially in the initial phase of recovery, because it really tamps down inflammation, uh, you know, maybe taper after a few weeks. Uh, that would be my recommendation. Yeah, for severe head injuries, I've actually recommended anywhere from 20 to 30 grams oh my goodness yeah. of omega-3 yeah, yeah 20 to 30 grams so the only way to realistically do that is as a liquid form yeah. um i actually had a good friend whose son was hit by a car had massive brain injury mm. they basically told her they didn't think he was going to recover and i had actually found some literature from uh from the fda from the I could, actually, it was the NIH, I think, NIMH. I had a friend who had been doing research there, and he, I called him up and told him about the scenario, and he said, you know, there are actually some studies with massive head injuries showing you can give these huge doses of omega-3s, of EPA and DHA, acutely. And uh, this particular patient, he ended up uh, in the hospital, and we were trying to get them to administer these doses, and they said no, and we sneak them in don't try this at home folks yeah um yeah this is the you know, but thing I, I've, I've i've done that in a few select uh, uh cases you know it, it's it's an uphill battle sometimes but uh you know 
a committed family can pull it off sometimes when you, and you, and you got to be careful because yes, there can be complications when you're undergoing conventional medical care, interferences with the therapy or, you know, bleeding possibly any of the number of things, but yes, makes sense. This, this uh, fellow had a full recovery, complete wow. recovery. And he was told he was not going to make it. And I will tell you, this is not a made up thing. I mean, there is a literature out there on using these huge doses acutely just for a couple of weeks. Uh, with the idea that it basically helps restore the structure of the brain that's been damaged. So, you know, this is not something I'm telling people to do at home, but I'm telling you that's part of the spectrum of what's possible. Um, and, and you're right. If, you know, you had uh, uh, your son get knocked out in a football game, uh, I would definitely give him the Cinequel. Um, and I have done that. You know, I had a patient recently who got hit in the face with a volleyball. And, you know, you might think, oh, it's a volleyball. You know, what What kind of problem could that be? Well, it really knocked the crap out of her. Yeah. Um, and she was literally stunned as a result of that. Well, a product like this is really ideal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and by the way, I, I, one of the antecedents to this is uh, Dr. Michael Lewis, who is actually, uh, I believe, a retired uh military colonel uh, who has set up something called uh, the Brain Health Education uh, Research Institute at brainhealtheducation.org. And there's a protocol there uh, that includes, as you mentioned, high-dose omega-3 fatty acids for people with uh, head injuries. So he's a pioneer in that. We've interviewed him. But I think that the Cinequel formula is taking it a step further because, you know, visual, okay, they're the one note, Charlie, I think that's part of the equation, but there are other ingredients in there that I want to review in just a moment when we return well, uh, that are going to be part of the uh, the sort of the all of the above approach to supporting brain health. Uh, our guest today, Dr. Robert Roundtree, a good colleague of mine, uh, Bob, uh, is uh, also the chief medical advisor for Thorn Health Tech. Uh, their product is... Uh, Cineclear, and the call to action today is for more information. Cinequel. Cinequel. Did I did I did I not say Cinequel? Did I say Cineclear? Yeah, we have. That's an old product. We have a product called Mediclear. Okay. So okay. you were you okay. bring so, them together. Okay. So I, I obviously Cinequel. For more information to purchase Cinequel, just go to drhoffman.com slash thorn. There you'll also find some of my other favorite thorn products. That's dearhoffman.com slash thorn. We'll return in just a moment with Dr. Robert Roundtree. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is the Intelligent Medicine Podcast.